Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage. I'm Brittany Lowe. I'm Jarrell Lowe. And we are the Lowe Property Team. So we cannot believe that this is really just the second to last episode of our home selling process series. It's gone by so fast. But today in this episode, we are going to talk about the reviewal and accepting offers and inspections and appraisals. So let's get started. Yeah, I think let's just jump into it. And please forgive me. I just want to be transparent as possible. Allergies are kicking my butt right now. So if I sound a little nasally, just forgive me and bear with it. But let's jump into it. Like Brittany said, imagine this, right? Imagine you have prepared your home for showing. The private tours have been scheduled. The open houses have been conducted. And you have done everything to keep the house in amazing condition. And the potential buyers come in, they take a look, and now we're starting to review and receive offers at this time. Part of this process is getting as many offers as possible. How do we get those offers in place? How do we set this up? And what does it look like? I do want to quickly note, though, we don't want to get as many offers as possible. We want to get what we call the cream of the crop offers. And if that's one or two or five or seven, that's great. No, absolutely. And and I, I do stand corrected. What I was trying to illuminate is out of the 15 offers we receive, For your home or however many offers come in, we want to narrow it down to that three to five. That is absolutely great offers. And now it's time to review what all the offers have and receive and determine which one will be best for you and your needs. You see, in doing this, there's a lot of pre-work that needs to be done. And for us to represent you, this is when the negotiation process comes into play. And I must note this is where Brittany just loves this darn process. It, she is just, yep, this I is the environment that she thrives in. To get you, and this is why, and, and the goal is to get you exactly the best deal possible in the shortest amount of time possible. But when we're talking about, and we hear this so often, right, with sellers, well, I just want the most money for my home. Or I just want I believe the neighbor's house sold for a million plus. I want to get a million plus, which is great. Don't get me wrong. But there's some things that we do. And before reviewing offers with you to make sure we present the best offers possible. Here's some of the items that we do. And this is kind of our systems that we have in place. For the best five to 10 offers or three to five offers, whatever is there, we're calling the buyer's agents to ensure buyer does not have multiple offers out. Why are we doing this? Because we want to make sure that they're committed to the escrow process, to this home becoming their home. We contact the buyer's lender to personally discuss pre-qualified status, proof of funds, employment status, and if there's any lender concerns. And right now in this market, why this is so prevalent is because some buyers have lost some of their buying power. So when we make the phone call, hey, is this client going to be able to perform this? Are you guys going to be able to execute what the contract states? We want to make sure that this is a great, we're putting both parties in a great position to execute. 
And we're calling all, the last step of this process, the pre-work, is calling all previously interested agents to check in on if they plan on submitting. You know, sometimes we have agents that are reach out and they're showing interest. But if the offer deadline has come and there's no offers received, it's best just to build communication and just reach out to say, hey, hey, John, hey, Christine, are you guys still planning on submitting or where you guys stand? We do have some strong offers in hand. And just overall, that's a huge thing that we do. We are, like we've said time and time again, very big on communication. So as we are helping you represent the sale of your home, communication is such a vital piece. And I I think just with that, as we speak about communication, there's some couple of quick things that I want to note. And please, I'm going to slow down to highlight this because I think this is something important for all to understand. Price is not always everything. Do not jump at the largest number you see because it may not always be the best offer. You know, you list your house for $600,000. Someone puts out an offer for $850,000 and there's no appraisal gap. Your loan contingency is 45 days. Again, I'm not highlighting those points as they're negative, but that highest number does not always represent the best offer. Pay attention to the terms, your contingency periods buyer and seller, fee breakdown, etc. Those points are the nuts and bolts of contracts that become important. Yes, when we're talking to buyers, we talk about the three Ps, right? Price, presentation, package. Sellers, what we're talking about is price, package, presentation. Because the package is the nuts and bolts of the contract, and we have to take a deep dive into those nuts and bolts. Do they have an appraisal contingency in there? Is their lender providing some solid days for the loan and close the escrow? And for their package, what does it look like that's going to benefit us? And that's where Brittany has done a great job of highlighting, you know, those buyer-seller's fees and how they break down. We want this to be the easy, not the easiest, we want it to be seamless escrow process for our sellers. I would say also that we do want it to be easy. We want it to be smooth. And that is why we do all of the heavy lifting for our clients. I just so I, that they I can just steer away from the easy because it it's a loaded word. Like Well, yeah, but well, really just the biggest reason that we comb through every single detail is really because we want to ensure that the buyers are serious. And that there is no chance that they will back out because let me tell you, we do not want the buyer to fall out of contract because that means we have to go back on the market. And that's a whole other ballgame that we want to avoid at all costs. So that is why we do, I guess, a little extra on the front end so that we don't have to go that route. Yeah. So after we successfully completed all of these items, what we do is we create an offer summary breakdown for our clients. Just to clearly explain each offer, the terms that it has, and so it's just clean. You know, regardless of how many offers that you received for your home, you can sit here with the offer summary breakdown and we'll walk through it with you and go through every single step. But it just helps to have that breakdown and say, okay, what are the offers? What are the good offers? And I don't want to say what are the bad offers because there's never a bad offer, but it's just finding the offer that's best for you. So when we sit down to review, we present, like we said, with each offer. And what we do is we just explain and write out clear and written out understanding of the terms. And there's many terms that go into a contract. So we discuss the pros and the cons of every single offer. We also determine if a counteroffer is necessary 
So from there, if we determine a solid offer, there's a couple of things that we can do. We can accept as is and go into contract immediately. Or if we need to send out a counter offer, we can set up the terms. Drell and myself will be in contact with the buyer's agent or agents to prepare them. And then we send out a seller counter offer if it's just one offer or a multiple counter offer. And of course, like we said, we will always advise and give you our professional recommendation with every single offer, every single step of the way and say, based on what you shared, your needs are, your bottom line is, your plan moving forward into your next home or whatever the case might be, we would recommend you going with this offer. Yeah. And I think one, congratulations, right? So once we receive that accepted offer, the one we decided to move forward with, that is when the escrow period begins. This is where the fun, the excitement, the challenges, all the good stuff happens, right? And during this time, the house will undergo several inspections to make the buyer thoroughly aware of what the condition of the house is. This varies depending on what we see or what we've seen. But in our area, the most typical reports or inspections that are being completed is that home inspection, pest inspection, and roof inspection. You know, that can vary among whatever area you're serving, but these are the ones that we most commonly see. So at this time, as lenders are going into their process of setting up the dates for appraisal and the buyers doing their inspection process, that first two weeks is the heavy period of getting everything positioned for when that appraisal report comes back. So just note that first week or so, we're going to have a, probably a several inspections that are going to come through and they're all, the buyers are doing their due diligence to ensure they understand everything they're walking into with this new home, your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say too, you know, it it's a lot of moving, escrow is a lot of moving parts. And for sellers, there's really not a ton of work to do. We also work on the buyer side, right? So yeah. The buyers have to order the inspections. The buyer's lender needs to order the appraisal, right? We'll get into those details a little later. But as a seller, we more or less just notify you of what's going on. They need to be let into the home for if they have an inspection. We communicate that with you. But as a seller, there's really nothing that you have to really do, I would say, in that regard. No actual work in that sense. I would just say start thinking about what's next, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, Mm-hmm. That work has already started before, but right now we do a great job. Brittany does a great job of the pre-work before listing, getting all the sellers' reports, getting the disclosures together, and that gives us this opportunity. Now we're in escrow. We've divulged everything that's needed for the future buyers, and here we are just ready and waiting for that appraisal to come in and seeing if we need to go back into negotiations or move forward. Mm -hmm. So getting back on track with inspections and the appraisal process, something to keep in mind is that the if the accepted offer is contingent upon inspections or if it's non-contingent, meaning that the offer that we accepted is contingent and the buyer finds a lot of repairs that were not disclosed, they will likely send out what's called a request for repairs. Now, we have the ability as the sellers to negotiate if we want to fix the off the items, offer a credit. You know, it really just varies a case-by-case scenario. So I don't want to say that there is a set in stone item that needs to be done because really anything's negotiable. Mm-hmm. So if the accepted offer is a non-contingent offer, they still have the ability to perform any inspections they want. But, well, I should say within a specific time frame, but with anything they find, they cannot cancel the contract 
or request repairs based on what was found in the inspections because it is a non-contingent offer. Another item that I want to highlight as it's so important and that is as a seller. We always encourage our sellers to do the main inspections before and provide those upfront in the disclosure package. Here's why. As a seller, it is essentially not ethical and you really can't quote unquote hide anything in the house because an inspector is going to come out and they are trained to inspect a home's major systems. They are not licensed contractors. But for the record, if you don't address the items upfront, an inspector will. And if it's a lot, this is where a lot of buyers get hesitant in terms of moving forward. And the reason we say this is we have been in this position so many times representing our clients who are buying. So moral of the story is just do the right thing, either disclose or do the repairs. Yeah. And I think just moving, I think it's very important as we're talking about repairs because this just came to my mind is I think we mentioned briefly about the appraisal but for sellers, understand your value, which you have of the home, is emotionally attached to a number. What the buyers have to do coming into this market, coming into this home, right, is their lender's going to order that appraisal and that appraiser is going to come out and praise the home to determine the actual value of your home, right? And this is the way the lender is able to fund this new opportunity for the family, so as we're waiting on the appraisal to come through, as Brittany's working through the repairs, inspections, and all that stuff, we have to be prepared for this is the big moment in escrow, right? When the appraisal comes through. It either comes in under value, at value, or above value. If it comes at at value or above value, that's a great opportunity for us to keep this deal moving forward. If it comes in under value, there is chance, depending on what the nuts and bolts of the contract was, there is a possibility that we have to go back into negotiations and retweak and work these things out. So it's important that you, as Brittany just stated, your setup is so key. All the pre-work we're doing is key to ensure, one, we're going to meet the number that you desire, two, that everything's been divulged and shared with the prospective buyers, and three, we're prepared to meet with the appraiser when he shows he or she shows up And we have comps in our hand to show why this house is appraising at this, why we view the house appraising at this value. I think now, again, this is a case-by-case scenario, Mm -hmm. right? And it's different in every single home. But what we're trying to do through this series is highlight and provide an in-depth overview of the selling process. So you're not caught off guard by anything and you're aware of everything that's to come in this process. And that goes for the same of being in escrow as a seller. You will be notified and communicated with every step of the way so that you know everything that is happening every single moment. Yeah, so that really just covers everything in detail about the review and accepting offers process and inspections and appraisal. We hope it was incredibly helpful and knowledgeable for you. Our next and last episode, we will be covering what being officially in contract entails and how we close a smooth and seamless escrow for our clients. So thank you so, so much for tuning in always, especially for today's episode you have family and friends, coworkers. Of course, everybody does, but please be sure to share it with all of them. And if you like today's podcast, we would love to hear from you. So reach out. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, 
or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.